Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is Podcast Help Desk, episode 88. For July 20th, 2016. The Podcast Help Desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting, help you with the problems you may run into, and when we have a chance, review new gadgets, services, and solutions for podcasters. To keep your podcast running smoothly, it takes some tech. That's what Podcast Help Desk is here for to smooth out the geek speak and put it in more or less plain English. The main audience for this podcast is those who have podcasts and want to tweak the tech to get better sound, a better website, a more reliable feed, or a more streamlined workflow. Also, for podcasting beginners that don't want to make all the mistakes themselves. Here's your host, Mike Dell. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whatever the case may be, this is Mike, and this is Podcast Help Desk, doing a middle-of-the-summer hiatus episode. I just got back from Podcast Movement about a week and a half ago, I guess, and uh, wanted to recap that. And I also have an interview with Ray Palermo from Strawberry Hill Productions, and that's interesting. She's uh, talking about podcast to radio. And if you notice on the sidebar of podcasthelpdesk.com, there is a podcast help desk radio button, a player in the sidebar where you can uh, listen to the uh, show in progress. Uh, usually it's the last three shows. Uh, that's how it uh, works. It uh, works off of the RSS feed. It's a new service by Blueberry and the Stream Guys. But uh, Ray will tell you all about that. And she also works for an outfit uh, called Strawberry Hill Productions, which uh, does, uh, oh, you know, the intros, outros, music for podcasters, and I believe radio and whatever. Uh, just media, and hopefully in the next uh, few episodes, you'll hear a new intro, outro, or stingers, or something from from Ray's group there, uh, here on Podcast Help Desk. But first, I want to go into uh, pod, uh, Podcast Movement 2016. That was in Chicago. Uh, I believe it was the 6th, 7th, 8th of July. And I was down there, of course, with uh, Blueberry. We had a booth there along with, uh, you know, a bunch of other podcast companies and media companies and all that. And of course, I got to meet up with friends. I uh, spent a lot of time socializing afterwards in the the bar at the hotel. And and that was great. Got to see all my friends from, from Libsyn and uh, Daniel J. Lewis. and. Uh, you know the guys from Podcast Movement, Dan and and uh, all those guys, and of course Gary Leland got to hang out with him quite a bit. He was uh, kind of the uh, wallflower of the of the conference, and stopped by the booth many times. Of course, it could be because we had candy at the booth, 
But uh, it was good to see Gary. And, and of course, I met Ray, who we're going to be interviewing, and a bunch of the people from Stream Guys. And met a bunch of uh, new podcasters. That was kind of the theme I noticed. There was a lot of uh, brand new podcasters that either haven't started yet or just started. So that was good to see. There's a lot of new blood in the podcast industry or, uh, you know, the genre, whatever you want to call it. But it was great. Uh, It wasn't uh, overly focused on any one subject. Uh, of course, at the booth there, we were announcing our new stuff. Uh, of course, PowerPress Sites is now out, uh, at least the basic version. We'll have the deluxe version out soon. And, of course, we've got Podcast to Radio. That was something that we attempted to do a while back, but like I said, we'll talk all about that in the interview. And something Todd was really excited about, uh, Facebook Instant Articles is going to be incorporated into PowerPress, so you can get that all set up. Now, Instant Articles, what that is, is a way to automatically post your episodes to Facebook pages, to a Facebook page in particular. You you know, make a page for your show on Facebook and you go through quite a rigmarole getting approved at Facebook, but once it's all approved, you put out an episode, and it will post to your Facebook page. If you go there on a desktop, of course, it'll send you right to the uh, post on your PowerPress or your website, uh, your WordPress site. And if you're on mobile, there'll be a player right there. Uh, Instant Articles is all about making the articles appear quicker on a phone you know inside the facebook app and it only works on phones if you're on an ipad they assume you're on wi-fi and and don't care that it goes to the website but you know just on you know an android or windows or apple phone you can listen to the podcast right there in facebook so Todd was pretty excited about that. He's got his set up. If you want to go see that in action, look up Geek News Central on Facebook and uh, go to the page, and you'll see that his episodes are now posting to Facebook. And go there on, on the uh, Facebook app, and you can play the podcast right in the app, which, like I said, I don't know how much value that has, but it is kind of slick that it automatically posts over there. I'm not exactly sure how it works yet, but uh, we'll be getting the documentation going. So anyway, look for that in an upcoming version of PowerPress, which should be coming out soon. Yeah, let's see, while we were in Chicago, got to meet uh, one of the guys from Apple, which was nice. Steve Wilson, he's uh, kind of been the public face of Apple on social media when it comes to podcasts. Nice guy. Uh, Ran into him in the elevator of the hotel uh, one night and then uh, got to talk to him right towards the end of the conference. He stopped by the table there and it was uh, was good to talk to him. Of course, you know, he can't give out any information of what's coming, but uh, it was an interesting conversation and good to meet him. Just got to hang out with uh, Dave Jackson and Daniel Lewis. Uh, got to meet Elsie and 
Crystal uh, from Lipson in person. Uh, hung out with uh, with Rob Walsh from Lipson. So, uh, you know, a little friendly competition, but it was great to hang out with those guys. And uh, one night in the bar there. And Steve Lee, of course. Uh, and uh, Dave Lee from Waves of Tech and the Modern Life Podcast Network. And, of course, International Podcast Day. Uh, in fact, Steve bought me a beer, so now he's uh, two ahead of me, I think. Uh, so next time we meet up, I've got to gotta buy. So remember that, Steve. <laughs> I owe you a beer. Or two or three. One of the things that was interesting, and you know, yes, I'm going to toot my own horn a little bit, but... I heard no less than several times, I won't even give it a number, but several times when somebody would walk up to the booth or even once while I uh, was checking into the conference and getting my badge, I heard somebody in the back go, Mike Dell, you're my hero. <laughs> and yeah, I know, it's it's just from being in tech support and uh, being able to help people and I don't know. It was a, it was a great ego boost, and it was also kind of cool that uh, my colleagues at uh, Raw Voice Blueberry were were nearby when that happened. So, kind of kind of got a little ego boost there. I have to admit. Uh, we did a little webinar, not webinar, seminar. Did a seminar uh, the day before the conference, which uh, we I don't know had fifteen, eighteen people there, and. Went through all of our new stuff and some of the old stuff and took questions and answers about uh, how Blueberry works and and all that good stuff. Got to demo PowerPress sites and how quickly you can spin up a WordPress site right there on Blueberry. And what was funny about that is, okay, yeah, it's really quick, but it's still about three minutes. So I hit create site and then I had to fill three minutes in front of 20 people or 15, 18, whatever it was. And so that was a little uncomfortable, but uh, I managed. And of course the rest of the team uh, did their spiels about uh, one subject or another. And we had a lot of good questions. So that was great to do that uh, pre uh, pre conference. And sorry, I'm a little uh, distracted here. Uh, I keep getting messages coming in on various things. That's that's one thing you got to do when your podcaster is focus. So uh, I will focus. Sorry about that. I, I talk slow enough so they tell me that uh, adding pauses in there probably doesn't help matters. So feel free to kick it up to 2x. <laughs> Although I don't think I talk slow. I talk clearly and deliberately sometimes. And then sometimes I just stumble over the uh, the English language which is my first language, but uh, doesn't mean I speak it very well sometimes. But all in all, the uh, trip to Chicago was was successful and, and fun and informative. Uh, the little bit uh, got to, like I said, learn and meet a lot of people, uh, a lot of newbies, and uh, that's great. The podcasting space is growing and attracting talented people. And of course, there was a uh, you know little controversy here and there, but uh, I won't get into that. Uh, it was uh, it was all good, and it was good to to get into Chicago. I, I I do realize that I am 
meant to not live in a big city, but it's okay to visit. Of course, I got my Chicago hot dogs uh, twice. I got one uh, got one at uh, one place right down on uh, Michigan Avenue, and then uh, got to the train station to head home, and of course, there was a hot dog place in there, and I couldn't resist having another one. And I had my first uh, Amtrak experience, uh, so that was nice. A lot cheaper than parking in Chicago. So I drove to the train station down close by in uh, southern Michigan and then took Amtrak into the city and then uh, took Uber over to the hotel, which is my first experience with Uber. It was kind of nice. Uh, and then we took Uber to dinner one night, uh, you know, our team dinner. Anyway, sorry to talk about all about blueberry stuff, but uh, that's what's on my mind. Uh, I do plan on starting the weekly schedule uh, coming up uh, sometime in September. Got uh, about another month and a half here before uh, all the summer activities start to wind down and, and I can get back into producing full, normal episodes with all the accoutrement that you're used to. So without further ado, I'm going to play one quick message here and then we'll get into the interview with Ray Palermo from Strawberry Hill Productions and kind of heading up podcast to radio for the stream guys. I walked through the damp, foggy streets, my mind swirling. So much content, so many podcasts. How do I find the best? Then it hit me, like a big blue neon sign flashing through the mist. Blueberry. All I had to do was drop the E's and go to Blueberry.com. Blueberry, the digital media interface for consumers, creators, and advertisers. And Ray, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on the Podcast Help Desk. Thank you, Mike. It's great to be here. It was so awesome to hang out with you at uh, Podcast Movement 2016. That was fun. Yeah, that was a ball. I've never been to a podcast movement, uh, but it kind of reminded me of the old uh, the old uh, podcast expos that uh, we used to have in uh, Ontario, California uh, years and years ago. So it was, a, it was more intimate than than say, uh, you know, being lumped in with uh, NAB like they did a couple of years ago with uh, NMX. Yeah, it was fun to uh, see the power of this industry, 1,500 podcasters. That was pretty amazing. And then I think all the industry mucky mucks, as we like to call them, were there. And uh, it was exciting to hear where this uh, where this industry is going. I, You know, right place, right time if you're getting into podcasting right now because – it really, truly is hitting that proverbial tipping point that we all hope for, where the audience is gaining and um, the the monetization is coming in in many different ways and sustainability is around the corner. So, yay team. Very exciting. Yeah, it was interesting to see, you know, the, just the mix of people that showed up, a lot of radio people and a lot of... Uh, a lot of podcast companies we haven't heard much out of in the last few years showed up as well, so... It was uh, really good to to see that uh, it, it's alive and well. 
Yeah, it was an interesting mix. I mean, I think you had your NPR folks and some of the bigger networks, the Radiotopias, PRXs, which are, you know, those amazing content um, podcasts. But then you had, you know, the bulk of us, which is our independent, you know, podcast producers who are just bootstrapping it and gaining audiences and, and really, you know, in here for the long haul. And I was really impressed. I think what, what was the most important takeaway for me was just the power of podcasting to create community and, um, you know, real emotional connections to hosts and topics and exciting to see people listening. Um, I really loved Alex Bloomberg's keynote uh, as as the as the ending of the of the convention when he talked about the power of audio to really help us uh, build bridges, so to speak, instead of walls. Uh oh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it was um, it was really fascinating. So if anyone. Um, if anyone is interested in checking out more, I believe they're going to make the stream available for uh, some of the panels and keynotes. And I think that's over at podcastmovement.com. And uh, next year, they're coming to Anaheim, California, which is more my backyard. Excited not to have to go across the country. So looking forward to that next year. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, I haven't been out in California in a while, so. It'll be good to to get out there. Yeah, I didn't get to see Alex's thing, but uh, that's what we've been trying to say in podcasting forever is, you know, it's a more intimate uh, uh, relationship with your listeners. Uh, You know, I know many of the listeners to Podcast Help Desk here, and and I always like to meet more. So, you know, I always encourage people to contact me because, you know, we're we're available. That's That's the thing. Most podcast hosts are are available much more than, say, big media. Yeah, we're kind of we're we're all in this together, and I think we're seeing the transition from um, other mediums here. And but I thought that the you know contrast with video was kind of interesting in that we when we just hear somebody, they actually become sort of a part of our consciousness that uh, is different than when we see them. And uh, and a lot of judgments and prejudgments and issues that can sometimes separate folks gets dropped because you're they're literally in your head, which I think was really fascinating. Um, but also just the exciting uh, breadth of content. I think that's what always blows me away, Mike. Is it's just the breadth of content coming into the space. Really talented people in all kinds of niches and segments that'll probably never get a big audience, but they'll get an audience that's truly dedicated. Um, and, and that I think is, is part of the excitement of being, being in this industry. It's, it's such a wide stage. Right. Uh, well, I had you on here today to uh, talk about a new thing that's going on. That's over at blueberry.com folks over there. Of course, I'm part of that team, uh, came out with a new thing called podcast to radio. And, uh, you know, we partnered with the stream guys and, and you. Yeah, we're really excited to uh, to have launched this new product. And, you know, my background, I, I come from the Internet radio side of, of the of the world and have been in that for over 12 years, but also been a podcaster for six years. So I have seen both sides of, of these industries and was always kind of curious about the fact that there there seemed to be a lack of communication between you know, what we call on-demand media and podcasting and streaming or internet radio, 
Um, and and what we really have been talking about, and I've been talking to Todd, the CEO of Blueberry, for a number of years on this, and um, about helping podcasters turn their RSS feeds into streams, not to replace on-demand. We love on-demand, and I think it's really going to be the predominant way that people engage this content, but as a way to get the content out of iTunes and, and get into some of these internet radio directories and distribution networks to get more audience. We seem to all be hovering over the same 20% that are listening to <laughs> podcasts and uh, creating podcasts to radio really from a marketing perspective helps people discover your content in the places that they're already listening. I mean, internet radio is already being listened to by millions of people every day, and uh, it just allows them an opportunity to engage. Yeah, uh and I just want for my audience, since you know we're kind of uh, more on the technical end, uh, when we talk about streaming, uh, there's two different ways to stream. And the player on a page in your PowerPress and WordPress, that's not really streaming. That's you know progressive downloading and playing at the same time. What we're talking about here is a a stream, just like you if you turn on your radio. Uh, you you hear what's coming out of the transmitter at that point, and you can't go backwards and forwards and and all that. So let's just you know kind of get that squared away. But it'd be you know like a, a streaming radio station and podcast to radio is a way to do that from your RSS feed. Uh, do I have that right? <laughs> yeah, I love that you're calling this out, and and really because I think part of it is just the education on what the difference is and. Um, some people call it a linear stream. Yeah, linear uh, versus stream a, versus, yeah. uh, you know, versus what? Uh, on demand. On demand, exactly. And this is not downloadable, so it's similar to a progressive stream, but it's continuous. It's a loop. And we call it radio because, like traditional radio, whatever you happen to, to when you log on, whatever happens to be scheduled at that time will play. So with Podcaster Radio, what we're doing initially is we take the last three episodes that you've published to your RSS and put them in a continuous loop. Now, the reason we're doing that is that an internet radio listener is actually a little bit different than uh, an on-demand listener. And having spent so many years in this industry and watching the analytics, we see, and, and that's another thing we can get into is the analytics on this, um, we see that most people, you know, will, will log in for 20 minutes. We kind of see it sort of a commute, you know, uh, amount of time 20 to 40 minutes and then they'll come back later and so if you've got three or four hours in rotation about 98 percent of your listeners are going to feel as if the stream is is fresh and again they might come in in the middle of your show but that's okay radio has done that for many years it's worked out quite well <laughs> um you can just know that they'll they can search and find you on uh on on the other on-demand networks in order to get the shows themselves. But by hearing your show, and, and actually that's, that's a good point to make, is that we'll probably want to encourage podcasters to mention their show a bit more than maybe they do on the on-demand, knowing that they're, you know, they've got a listener out there who, who might be a fresh listener on one of these directories. Right. Uh, you know, like most podcasters, like in an, in an interview like this, will uh, just mention the the guest right at the beginning of the of the interview and with streaming and on radio you'll notice that every time they come back from a break uh, they'll mention or they'll just mention in the middle like uh, i'm talking to ray palermo from podcast radio and strawberry 
what is it? Strawberry Productions? Hill. Strawberry, Strawberry Hill, Hill Productions. Productions. Sorry, I didn't write that down. <laughs> it's the fruit thing. It's but I did get your <laughs> but I did get your uh, your name right. <laughs> you did. That was that was beautifully played. I, I like that. But you um, know, but people will do that. You know, in a, in a radio interview. So you want to kind of do that in your podcast if you're going to get onto podcast to radio, and also mention you know, hey, come to the website, and if you want to subscribe in iTunes or other directories, you know, have all the links there. As I always say, be everywhere, and and streaming radio is more of everywhere. It is everywhere, and that's actually what we can talk about is, so well, the good news is it's automated, and that's something, you know, why I searched and, and really called in the stream guys for this, because they've been around forever. They're they're one of the, known as the best streaming solutions in the business, but they really leaned in with us and the Blueberry team and, and automated this RSS to stream. So when you sign up, it isn't going to be a lot of work. You just simply put in your RSS stream or actually it's even more automated within the Blueberry dashboard. And then you're gonna get an email that says, voila, here's your stream. And then uh, what we do then is, is just show you all the places that you can now put that stream. Some of them are gonna be automated. We're gonna push you to Shoutcast, which is one of the, the largest internet radio directories with hundreds of thousands of simultaneous listeners every day. Um, but we'll also take you to Apple TV. Um, also, there is a internet radio directory within iTunes that a lot of podcasters are not aware of. Hundreds of millions of listening hours happening through that platform, and you will become a stream on the iTunes internet radio directory, picking up uh, new listeners. Yeah, I always uh, used to also- listen to that at work when uh, when I was working at my previous job. We would uh, pick something on uh, iTunes streaming uh, on the radio section of iTunes, and it was great. You know, there was a little bit of everything there, and, and now you can be part of that. Exactly. You'll be listed under the talk genre in uh, alphabetical order. Where I know that Apple probably will be improving that directory as time goes on and they figure out their, their place in, in this uh, industry. But it's, you know, there's so much listening going on on that platform through the stream. I saw the analytics daily when I worked for uh, other companies, and it was just staggering to see how much listening was was across that platform. And there's no podcasts on that platform today, so we're going to work to to get people onto that platform and get people listening to podcasts. Um, also. TuneIn. Now, many of your listeners may know TuneIn and say, yeah, yeah, I'm on TuneIn. But when you put a stream in TuneIn versus an on-demand podcast link, you get a whole different level of distribution options. TuneIn is pushing to all kinds of different platforms like uh, Xbox, Bose, Sonos, Samsung products. I mean, really, the list goes on. TuneIn has been so forward-thinking in getting streams everywhere. Yeah, I get it on uh, my Alexa device there. Uh, my Amazon Echo uh, is linked with TuneIn, and it, it works great. Yeah, so you can pull up your stream on Alexa. Tell Alexa to go get the stream. And and uh, and I, I really like the stream also for the car, frankly, because I don't know about you, but I've, I've kind of veered into some oncoming traffic a couple of <laughs> times trying to find my right podcast episode. Uh, so I'm excited to see how people will enjoy listening to the stream in the car, which is why we hooked up with AHA Radio, which is might not be familiar to your listeners, but AHA 
really big in the automobile space and uh, they have a fantastic app that is Bluetooth between your house and your car. So you could be listening to the stream in your house and then when you get into your car, it'll pick up right where you left off. So it's sort of a seamless and so AHA Radio is another partner of the podcast radio uh, distribution channel. Yeah, and like I said, be everywhere. And I mean, that's a lot more everywhere than uh, than just podcasting. And, and you know, you got to market your podcast outside of, you know, the traditional podcast thing to get audience growth. I mean, there may be people that listen to the streams that don't know anything about podcasting. And so if you mention it in your show that, hey, this is also a podcast, go to my website, subscribe, you know, like we described before. Uh, that's, you know, just a way to get more listeners involved in podcasting. And, you know, if you bring in somebody that's never really listened to podcasts, that that's going to grow podcasting in general. And, you know, streaming radio all on its own is, is definitely neat. Yeah, I mean, it's also kind of getting out of the box as well um, in the sense that in addition to these audio platforms and directories and, you know, obviously you're, you're one of a lot of stations connecting to a lot of people, we also are focused on offering an HTML5 player with your stream. And why that's significant for distribution is that, you know, if you are focused on, you know, underwater basket weaving, then you're going to want to give your stream, your station, away to all the other websites that are within that genre, that are within that um, community. And, you know, obviously when you reach out to another website and say, hey, I've got this cool show, it runs 24-7, um, it doesn't take up much real estate on your partner's website, but it, it is really sticky content for them. So you could be on the top 20 or 30 uh, underwater basket weaving websites and dominate that niche just by building these relationships. And, and what I've seen is the websites are welcoming the content because it's embedded and it's not a link. So they're not losing their listener, but they are keeping their listener on the website sometimes four or five times longer than if the audio didn't exist. There's all kinds of third-party reports and stats about how audio is so sticky for listeners and for users. So it's kind of a win-win and, and this HTML5 player is, is very easy to give away. So that's another component as we're kind of packing in all the value for podcaster radio is, you know, kind of, I, I call it syndicating to websites. If you, as if you might syndicate to radio uh, stations, you know, in, in the, uh, in the trustful market. Right. So you'd be like, you'd have an affiliate somewhere or several affiliates, just like a network radio would do. Exactly. And there, as you know, our podcasts are so niche and so focused uh, it really is kind of a nice puzzle piece when you match an exciting 24-7 uh, streaming channel um, with, you know, a user base that is excited about that content as well. It's, it's content marketing at its best. And I think that there's a lot of relationships that we're going to help build with Podcaster Radio with, with just that simple exchange. I mean, obviously, you could give your, your episodes away, but oftentimes on demand requires quite a bit of room in order to navigate a show. But the stream is just a very simple, I want to call it like a banner player that takes up a small amount of room. It's easy to just click and play and it ends up being kind of a win-win. So that that's part of the fun too. Yeah, and uh, like I said, that's available over at Blueberry starting about last week or the week before last, I think we launched that. 
And uh, exactly. Yeah, you just go right, right to the uh, front page of blueberry.com and there's a, a section there that says podcast number two radio. And that, uh, that all the information is right there, how to get started. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's definitely a, a neat thing. Of course, you may know that uh, Blueberry started something like that uh, with another partner about a year ago, and that partner went uh, out of business 15 days later. So <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're now with the stream guys, which aren't planning on going anywhere. Exactly. And, and that actually was part of that uh, whole relationship, and it, and it was disappointing. I mean, that, that company had been around for 16 years, so th- there wasn't any sign that it was going under, but things happen in this industry that sometimes sure are really befuddling. But, but, you know, one of the things I wanted to mention, Mike, about this, too, is the analytics. Oh, yeah, streaming definitely. Analytics. Because I, I think we all have gotten used to downloads and sort of f- struggling with you know, how much information, and of course, Blueberry has been so innovative in, in adding analytics to the, to the download and, and making it really such a huge marketplace because we can, we can get some information. What's nice about streaming is that we know a lot of information. We have, and, and there's a lot of standards that have already been hammered out in the last 10 years or so. Um, so what's cool with Stream Guys is they've built a whole dashboard where once you start your podcaster radio account, you can log in and see how you're doing on all these platforms that we're talking about. Um, you can know who's listening in the sense of geo-targeting, um, how long they've listened for. I mean, some of us <laughs> are doing hour and a half podcasts and probably most of the listeners aren't getting through the first 10 minutes. So. Right. And you know, and, podcasters you know, you- are, are inherently... Uh, stats junkies at least when they first start so this will be of of great interest to to my listeners yeah i think so i'm always excited because it helps feedback to you as a content provider what's working because if you see that a lot of people are dropping off during a certain show or you see that there's certain parts of the world you're kicking it then maybe you want to lean in on some sponsorships in that area um, it just helps facilitate more information, and information is key for sustainability. We all know that. Um, so I think that the users of P2R are going to be pretty thrilled about the amount of information they're getting uh, from the stream. And, and, you know, quite frankly, streaming will give you way more information than even terrestrial radio uh, can give you. As, as many know, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of a real, that's a real old technology. <laughs> yeah, they send, you know, they send you a booklet and a, and a dollar bill, and uh, they want you to... <laughs> <laughs> write down what you've listened to today and and i i'm in the radio business as well i do you know some fill in for a couple of radio stations around here and and yeah their analytics for them you know is really just sort of a guess it's a guesstimation and what's interesting about you know the history of internet radio and streaming is that we've always had to be you know, so data driven because we could, because we could see the information and it was available, but it's kind of good news, bad news, Mike, in a way, because, you know, it's not smoke and mirrors. You, you, you really have to be accountable to what your stats are. And, uh, and it's really straightforward as to, and we talk about listening hours on internet radio versus downloads. And when you have a listening hour, you could have, if you're a sponsorship driven, two, three impressions per hour that are actually delivered to your advertiser. And, and that's the other thing too, 
the amount of advertising opportunities that that are happening on the internet radio side are pretty exciting but it all comes down to the analytics without the data uh, we're not going to be able to to move any any dollars here yep and uh, like i said it's just a, another way to you know monetize and get your show out to uh, the masses yeah jump in it's a lot of fun all right and uh, before we uh, conclude the interview, I, I wanted to talk about your uh, thing there, uh, Strawberry Hill Productions, and what is it with all the fruit in the in this business? <laughs> you know, what's so funny is that was completely, uh, you know, a happy accident. Um, uh, Strawberry Hill Productions is a podcast production company that I've been working with here in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area, and we're a, a full of you know, professional podcast production uh, studio. We work remotely with a lot of our clients, but we've got about uh, 10 podcasts in the marketplace. We also do internet radio production and management. So, uh, it, yeah, it's funny. It just was cracked me up. I guess unless I'm working for a fruit, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I need to work for, for something. It has something to do with my fruit salad here. So, um, yeah, so strawberryhillproductions.com is our website. And again, we're, we're full service, but we also do custom theme songs for podcasts. We have a whole group of wonderful composers because as you know, or as everyone should know, music licensing is, is, you know, a difficult situation on podcasting. It's not legal to add any kind of uh, published music to your podcast, even 30 seconds, even five seconds, which tends to be a little bit of an urban legend out there that if you, you know, use less than 30 seconds, the Rolling Stones won't mind, but that's not the case. No. Um, <laughs> and the penalties are pretty severe for music uh, use. So what we've done is for those who don't want to do loops or canned music, uh, we produce a 30-second original theme song, and we do some great – we have access to over 10,000 voice actors that we uh, work with and are able to get kind of that perfect intro voice just to level up a little bit if you want that more professional intro sound. Uh, we certainly don't want to mimic radio. We want to stay podcast. We want to stay transparent and, and direct. But, you know, it never hurts to, to put a little polish on it. So, um so we do everything from sort of A to Z where we even come up with the concept and the name and how to publish and, and work with people on uh, actually producing the podcast week to week. And then we also do some of this more customized work for, for podcasters looking to get more professional sounds. So, yeah, you can check it out, strawberryhillproductions.com. And uh, we actually have a special that we ran for Podcast Movement. We're expanding it where you can get your original theme song uh, for a really great price. So check us out. Okay, well, definitely, I'm gonna have to go check that out. Uh, my my uh, intro is is getting a little old. <laughs> well, you know, Mike, what I'd like to do, if if you'll let us, I would love to create something for you, just absolutely, uh, you know, just as a thank you for um, supporting all that's going on with Peter R. So, if, uh, let's get together. I'll, I'd be happy to uh, to work on that with you, and then we can play it for the listeners and see what they think. Well, that'd be great. We'll have to uh, set that up. <laughs> Love it. But uh, oh, and you, it was funny. I, I just have to mention this. Uh, I do a a weekly, or yeah, I do weekly webinars for Blueberry. You know, training webinars, and I do a website for my demo. It's uh, underwaterbasketweaving.net. It is not. It is. You can go go there right. You can go right there right now, and it, it exists. 
Oh, I am laughing out loud. That is too funny. I just completely, I guess I sensed that you were into underwater basket weaving. Right. So, yeah, I'm in the number one underwater basket weaving podcast. No. <laughs> that's fantastic. I, I we're think, all in this together. Right. Uh, well, that started, I did a, a did a, a workshop on a, on a weekend down in North Carolina, and I had to come up with a blank WordPress website to show how to set everything up. And I thought, well, what the heck, I'll get a domain name and, and do that. And then I've been using it now for my webinars. So I blank the thing out every week. And <laughs> it's a lot of that fun. That is a crack up. You know, I bet there's probably an underwater basket weaving podcast out there. So we should probably be careful. <laughs> That's true. There might be. I, I, I did search though. <laughs> so, so if, they're, if they big. are, they're definitely not marketing well. Yeah, we might need to help him out. <laughs> there you go. So, well, thanks for uh, being on the show, uh, taking time out of the middle of the day here. My pleasure. And if anyone has other questions about the podcast radio product, we do have an email address. Uh, it's P2R, so P, the number two, the number R, at Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. So you can reach out to us have, if you have other questions or check it out. The website is pretty comprehensive, so hopefully uh, we can all get together on this and start to dominate Internet radio. So thank yes, you, Mike. Sounds good. And, oh, yeah, that Strawberry Hill Productions, that's with the E's, not like Blueberry without the E's. Oh. Thank you. Yes, we're going <laughs> traditional, old school, strawberries. Yeah, and I'll have all the <laughs> links. Yeah, I have all the links to everything right there at podcasthelpdesk.com. Awesome. Have a good one, and thanks, everyone, for listening. See you on the radio. And I'd like to thank Ray for sitting in with me here at Podcast Help Desk. It was great to talk to her down in Chicago. We originally were going to put this episode out on the 15th, so that's why I had to throw the date in on the intro, because <laughs> she read... July 15th, 2016, and I had to change it to July 20th. I guess I could have had her record that and send it to me, but uh, eh, that's all right. But it was great meeting her uh, down in Chicago and uh, and then having her on the show. I still have another interview scheduled. It keeps The schedule keeps getting bumped. I keep telling you about it, but I'm going to have Mark Whitney from Late Night Last Week. Uh, to talk about comedy podcasting and his journey in podcasting and comedy and uh, whatever else comes up. Uh, it should be a fun interview. Mark's quite the uh, quite the guy, and uh, he's been a longtime client of mine, and I and, uh, figured it was time I threw him on the show. <laughs> and let's see. Uh, yeah, still uh, visit podcasthelpdesk.com over on the right sidebar there. There's all kinds of special offers and things. Of course, you want a free month at Blueberry uh, with any of our services, use the promo code HELPDESK or click the link there in the sidebar. Of course, we are part of the Two Thumbs Up Media uh, directory. And of course, we're part of the Blueberry directory. We're part of the techpodcast.com, uh, Tech Podcast Network. And all that good stuff, uh, I'm going to have uh, another episode over at Mike Dell's World at MikeDell.com that I'll talk more about the uh, social aspects of podcast movement and the trip to Chicago and other various things. 
course, I can't stop talking about my new dog, Benny. He's currently 11 week weeks old. Uh, he's a little beagle puppy. And I don't know, just uh, he seems to be dominating my existence. He's my new office mate here at uh, Raw Voice North Central. <laughs> and it's kind of nice having a dog in the office. And uh, sometimes it's kind of a pain when he wants attention and I'm talking to a client. So it is what it is. But, you know, he's just a puppy. So with that, uh, I will continue my hiatus. I should be back with with the uh, interview with Mark Whitney uh, in the next month or so. And my weekly episodes will start back in September. And uh, we'll get back on schedule and all that good stuff. Until next time, catch me later. Thanks for listening to the Podcast Help Desk. If you would like Mike to answer your question on the show, email podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or better yet, record a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com. See you next time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.